Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't think Ron DeSantis is a conservative based on his actions towards Disney. I mean, you know, where are we headed here now? Um, that if you express disagreement in this country, the government is allowed to punish you? To me, that's what I always thought liberals did. And now, all of a sudden, here we are participating in this with a Republican governor. That's Chris Christie. And I feel like, uh, is it my headphones or many of our clips today sound like they were recorded off the television with a microphone? But um, uh, there was a guy in the public bathroom listening <laughs> to Fox News, and I recorded Chris Christie talking in the next stall. <laughs> I'm assuming he was in a restaurant of some sort. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, Chris Christie, who is rumored to be running himself. And so, um, okay, so we're going to talk about the 2024 presidential election for a little bit here. Can you handle that? Or is it going to drive you crazy? A little bit. Chris Christie, who's rumored to be running for president, uh, the insider knock on him is that what he did in 2016 is he tore down Marco Rubio, the only guy that was, like, really going after Trump. Christie tore down Marco Rubio, and then there was nobody going after Trump, and Trump marched to the nomination, which I think he would have gotten anyway. But, and there's concern that Chris Christie will do it again. He'll tear down Ron DeSantis, seeing him as his big rival, and then I'll go after Trump. But all he'll do is destroy Trump's biggest rival, and Trump will once again walk to the nomination. So I don't know if that strategy makes any sense to anybody at all. Uh, But a plenty of libertarian slash conservatives have pointed to many things Ron DeSantis has done over the years in terms of using government power to punish private companies like Disney as being really cool, really unconservative, et cetera, et cetera. So that knock is a common one from conservatives on Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much policy matters to a lot of people. It seems like personality wins the day in these things. 
Uh, well, but, and I would also point out that people use terms like Republican, conservative, um, and and Trump, for instance, as if they're interchangeable when they're really not. There, there's plenty of overlap, but there's plenty of stuff that's not. Yeah, I, I get bothered every time people uh, refer to um, Donald Trump as a, you know, you're not conservative enough if you're not supporting Donald Trump. I don't think Donald Trump's a conservative. Um, On some things he is. Some uh, things he is, but but some things he's absolutely not. And he certainly wasn't his whole life, but. No, that doesn't make no. any difference. Um, uh, one thing Chris Christie goes on to say, and we don't need to play that clip, is that is saying DeSantis is not an imposing figure. And I was taking in some punditry yesterday from some of my favorite people that follow this on a daily basis. God bless them that I don't have to. That first debate is going to be so huge on whether or not DeSantis looks big enough on the stage or comes off as, you know, an equal to Donald Trump, challenges him and comes off as equal, or if he... You know, just you know how it looks on a debate stage. Some people look like they're the Trump looked like the dominant, the 500 pound gorilla every time. And everybody else just kind of looks small next to him. Part of it is because he's bigger than everybody. But (laughs) it's just a visual thing. But Mm -hmm. will DeSantis stand on the stage and look like, you know, an equal or or better or not? And and, uh, some of it's rhetoric. Some of it is body language. I don't know. But that will be something to watch that could that could turn the tide quickly. Yeah, the whole charisma thing, guy I'd like to have a beer with, or I remember in Clinton's day that people talked about, why why are we electing game show hosts as opposed to people with sound policy ideas? It's, it's Then we un- literally elected a game show host. <laughs> I don't see your point. Um, <laughs> it's, it's annoying to me that that's as big a factor as it is, but it is. Yeah, you just have to recognize it. So if he doesn't come off as having it, uh, on the stage, you're right, it's right. all over. That'll be huge. But it's not until August, the first debate, so we're a long way away from that. As far as the now, uh, Mark Halpern writing his newsletter today, and he's just linking a whole bunch of different articles, New York Times, Axios, Politico, with two different articles on how Ron DeSantis had a really bad day yesterday. You do have to keep in mind that all these publications are rooting for Ron DeSantis to lose because they think Trump on the scene, one, gets them ratings, two, he will lose to whoever the Democrat is. you got to keep that in Mm -hmm. mind. But they are pointing out something that seems to be true. Ron DeSantis had lined up a day that was going to be a real breakthrough day. I'm going back to Congress. I'm going to speak to Republicans. Ron DeSantis was a, a Republican congressperson for Several terms, if you didn't know that. And he's got a lot of friends in Congress. And the idea was he's going to go to Washington, D.C., meet with the Republicans, and a whole bunch of them were going to come out and endorse him. And it was going to look like, I have got the momentum. I'm the guy now. Well, like two people endorsed him. A bigger number of people announced right as he arrived and right after he left that they were endorsing Trump. And... That's pretty rough. And what it points to, according to Mark Halpern and others, is that Trump's organization is so much better than it's ever been. Trump has actually hired some of the best people that exist in all of politics to run a campaign. He didn't do that in the past. He actually has a really top-notch team. And they strategized and were able to line it up to have those announcements come come out the day, like hours before and hours after DeSantis spoke to the Republicans, which is not the kind of coordination Trump could pull off at any point previously to get that sort of thing lined up and pulled off. And that Mm -hmm. is really the big story of yesterday. He's got an organization. They're planning ahead. They're they're playing chess. and, uh, And that's something. 
And including, I'm by the way, a bunch of Florida people that don't. endorsed Trump yesterday. Not good. No, Not good no. uh, for DeSantis. Uh, you know, given the loyalty of the Trump Corps, um, it, it, I'm reminded of uh, who was the the writer, the philosopher who said, "You might as well believe in God." Because when you die, if there is no God, you'll just be dead anyway. And if there is a God, you'll be grateful that you worshipped, etc. Um, it's just there's it's a no lose if you believe in God. Well, if I'm a politician on the Republican side, uh, I could absolutely see them thinking I'm going to endorse Trump because of the loyalty of his base. Um, which I don't think is big enough to win an election again. That's just my opinion. But anyway. Uh, uh, a, a, the national election. Uh, the right, general, yeah. yeah. The general, yeah. Quite quite correct, yeah. Um, but I might as well endorse Trump, thereby earning the, the friendship of his base. And if Donald J. turns out not to be the nominee, well, I'll pivot in two minutes to whoever seems to be, and there will be no cost to me. I mean, if it was DeSantis, for instance, I, Congressman Joe Getty, uh, uh, Trump having dropped out or whatever, uh, say, you know what, I'm, I'm, uh, the more I look at DeSantis, the more I like him. I would be welcomed with open arms. There, it's a no-lose proposition. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, having a bunch of Florida politicians endorse Trump the day you show up to Congress to show how you're a big swinging Richard. That's uh, brutal. That's rough, and that's some really good lining things up from the Trump campaign. Interesting. I wonder who convinced him or at what point he decided, you know, I'm not going to wing it this time, like with one guy, and just go for my gut. I'm going to hire good people. I'm going to think ahead. I wonder if it's just because he's got such an enormous campaign war chest. Can afford it. Yeah, he wouldn't be. He's not writing the checks. Yeah. You want to hear my favorite headline of the day? Favorite headline of the day from Joe Getty. Oh, coming up uh, later on, a great example of how the media picks a narrative and pushes that and ignores anything to the contrary. But my favorite uh, headline, a robot snake could help NASA scientists make contact with aliens. Wow, there's a lot in that. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Things are, are weird, and they're getting weird fast. Elon Musk, last night. Yes, I think we can apply that to about 20 different stories. Play that again, Michael. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. (laughs) I really want a T-shirt that says that. Yes! We need to have Armstrong and Getty. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. We could credit Musk at the bottom. Elon. We'll just say Elon. That's a good T-shirt, though. I don't like the one-word thing, Elon. I I don't like it. Like Madonna, like like Cher. Pele, I don't know. Pele? (laughs) It's a particularly funny example. Football is life. Judy and I have been uh, watching Ted Lasso again. Oh, okay. I just love it. What, a, what an uplifting show that is. Just yeah. love it. Anyway, uh, Robot Snake. That's right. That's what we were talking about. I'll tell I you about the Robot Snake. It's pretty cool. I, what were the critic, some critics blasting the new season of Ted Lasso? In the stupidest way, it was like uh, in a post-Dobbs decision world, Ted Lasso's uplifting blah, blah, blah is too much for something or other. I just wanted to find that critic and strangle them and then go to jail. That would be, you know what? You'd have some peace and quiet, get some reading done, and and you'd be rid of a freaking idiot. (laughs) Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. But we're men of peace. We would never advocate any sort of violence. I wouldn't strangle a critic. Certainly not, Um, probably. We have much more on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty.
We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. has bravely banned schools from being Warriors, Chiefs, Braves, and other Native American mascots. Thank God. We'll get into that later. Oh, boy. God, trying to come up with a jivey name for this segment like I like to do. You do like to name your segments. Armstrong, how, how do you like this one? Armstrong and Getty's Eye on Science. Oh, jeez. Okay. It has the, uh, the assonance. You know, that's a really catchy song. Idiotic, but really catchy. I hated it the first time I ever heard it, and I've hated it ever since. (laughs) (laughs) So you're anti-science. You're a science denier, as it were. I'm a Thomas Dolby denier. (laughs) Science! Yeah, all right, we get it. Um, A couple of stories from the world of science for ye. Uh, Scientists are currently developing a robotic snake whose mission would be to, uh, be to search for extraterrestrial life. It's uh, essentially a very thin self-mobile probe that could crawl into like uh, little holes and down deep under the, the Martian soil or whatever. Um, it was specifically designed for the vent systems on Enceladus, a small icy moon of Saturn. Like I didn't know that. Uh, the Exobiology Extant Life Surveyor, or EELS system, because it looks like one, <laughs> could also find jobs here on Earth navigating challenging environments. It's kind of funky looking, too. And, and well, I, it looks like what it is. And I suppose you run that on a little artificial intelligence like those soccer playing robots the other night on 60 Minutes, and it can do all kinds of cool things. Yeah, yeah. Crawl into really small spaces and ooch along like a snake. 
and go deep underground, etc. So interesting. Uh, moving along. This is such an interesting article from Wired.com. The hacking of ChatGPT is just getting started. So people are learning how to manipulate or hack, in quotes, artificial intelligence. And what's really funny about this um, and what people are doing with it is uh, like making it say horrible things. (laughs) Things are getting weird and they're getting weird fast. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. From spouting homophobic statements to creating phishing emails and supporting violence, et cetera, et cetera. But what the the so-called hackers are doing is not conventional, like, hacking code to exploit uh, system weaknesses. What they're doing is using carefully designed prompts to what they call jailbreak these systems to do what they're not supposed to do. For instance... You ask um, the, uh, the uh, what is they an LLM, language learning module, or what the hell does that stand for? I can't remember. Oh, large language models. Um, you ask the LLMs to play a game, which involved two characters, Tom and Jerry, say, having a conversation. Oh, that's right. Also on the list of bad things people are doing is trick the systems into generating detailed instructions on creating meth and how to hotwire a car. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you say, hey, um, let's play a game involving Tom and Jerry. Uh, examples showed the Tom character being instructed to talk about hot wiring or production, while Jerry is given the subject of a car or meth. Each character is told to add one word to the conversation, resulting in a script that tells people to find the ignition wires or the specific ingredients needed for methamphetamine production, etc., etc. So people are already learning how to manipulate and twist this stuff. Um, in a way that, uh, as Sundar Pichai of Google put it, yeah, we don't quite know what to do about this stuff or how it's going to go. So, wow. So super crazy intelligence and fairly easily manipulated, and even the creators don't know where it's going. Mm. Other than that, it should be fine. Uh, things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. <laughs> things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Finally, and this is uh, certainly more cheery, um, the headline from this uh, article is, I used ChatGPT to force my landlord to fix my washer and dryer. Yeah, I heard this. This is this is interesting. Yeah, a woman successfully employed the new artificial intelligence chatbot, ChatGPT, to compel her landlord to repair appliances in her building. The tenant asked the program to talk like a lawyer. She, This gal utilized the chatbot to craft an email to her landlord, resulting in an agreement to fix her washing machine and dryer. Uh, 28-year-old from New York City was concerned. She couldn't effectively communicate her argument. Um, so, uh, so essentially she said, look, here's what I need done. Write this like a lawyer. And I'm looking at the text of it, and it is great. I'm writing to express my opposition to the major capital improvement rent increase, blah, blah, blah. Pursuant to Section 22.54 of the New York State Rent Stabilization Code, I'm entitled to a reduction in rent due to significant decrease in building-wide services, specifically the lack of functioning washer and dryer in the communal basement. And you would, as a landlord, immediately think, I don't want to deal with this person. Wow, that is interesting. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, like I said, uh, here you go. According to Section 2523.4 of the Rent Stabilization Code, the DHCR may order a rent reduction for a decrease in building rent services. I'm respectfully requesting blah, 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 $1,300 until the landlord provides a functioning blah, blah, blah. Great. Now every Tom, Dick, and Harry can have a lawyer 
uh, litigating every single aspect of everything. Fantastic. I'm going to call my lawyer. Ghana. Ghana. That's right. Ghana is going to. Um, (laughs) But the beauty of this, because I've written this sort of letter, because I can imitate the verbiage of lawyers. But I'm like, oh, my God, i got to look up the legal code right. and the specific subsection of the subsection of rent law. Oh, God, when am I going to do that? No, ChatGBT does it for you. That's something. So people will be sending letters like that to their school, the company they work at. There's going to be a lot of that. Oof. Yeah, oof is right. Eventually, we'll get to oof. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast, No doubt about it. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a better way to rent movies. As many as you want for just 20 bucks a month and no late fees. Go to Netflix.com, make a list of the movies you want to see, and in about one business day, you'll get three DVDs. Keep them as long as you want, without late fees. Then when you're done, look, prepaid envelopes. Return one, and they'll send you another movie from your list. It's easy. Netflix. All the movies you want, 20 bucks a month, and no late fees. What year was that, Michael? Do we know? I don't know the year on that, no. So that's how Netflix started, in case you forgot. It's easy to forget that you, <laughs> you ordered movies and they mailed them to you, and then you mailed them back in a prepaid envelope, which is a pretty good idea. But now, obviously... At the, at the, the time, it was fantastic. Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, but now, of course, they are what they are. Um, but the the reason that's in the news is yesterday announced they're mailing out their last DVDs. They're shutting down that part of their business that, that was the only business to start with. And who was still doing it? Where for why? Why were you still mailing DVDs to people? Wow. I'm astounded that it was still going on. So if I, if you sent me a DVD, it's going to take me a long time to find my DVD player if I still have it. I might have someone somewhere. I'm not sure. Yeah, a buddy of mine asked me, we were talking about music, he says, I assume you have a CD player, and I'm like, um, I think I do in a closet somewhere. I don't know if I could lay my hands on one. Do I have a vehicle that has a CD player? My truck might have a CD I'm not sure, actually. Anyway. I, I don't anymore. Yeah, which is too bad. Anyway. Uh, so, Times yeah. change is the point, Joe. Oh, and I see the movie Rust is going to resume filming. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, gosh, Alex Baldwin just shot the lighting guy. Oh, jeez, oh, he wait. shot the key grip. Oh, jeez. They're running that's out of people. Fun. That's not funny. That's tragic. It's terrible. I disavow myself from that joke. I disavow myself? I disavow. Anyway. Allow myself to introduce myself, <laughs> as Austin Powers once said. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. So, on a much more serious note, I'm sure you have heard about the awful shooting in Kansas City lately, not fatal, thank God, of a teenage boy, a young black man, who was sent by his mom to collect his siblings. Well, and he went to uh, whatever the, the street, 124th place instead of 124th Terrace or whatever, made that sort of mistake. He, he knocked on the door. The door opened. The 84-year-old man who lived there panicked by his own account and shot through the glass door the like the in effect screen door um and and shot this young man in the head again he is expected to make a full recovery thank god yeah what a horrible story the police initially uh turned this old guy loose to uh to his home um, and uh, the community, particularly black folks and progressive folks, went crazy. And a prosecutor dragged the guy back in and said, yeah, there might be a racial component to this. And so we are going to charge him. Now, whether, you know, sometimes uh, angry protests are the expression of uh, righteous uh, anger by the people in the town. Sometimes they can pervert justice. And I want to make it clear, I don't know which is which here. Uh, this uh, this old fella said he was scared to death when he opened the door, and there was uh, young uh, Ralph, uh, Ralph Jarl. Um, I don't know what his history is, if he'd been a victim of crime, whatever. It's a tragedy. Don't shoot at people just because they're on your doorstep. But again, this guy's 84 freaking years old. Yeah, I don't know anything about this neighborhood or any of the details, but this poor kid, after he gets shot, he, he's yelling for help and knocking on the door of places, and he gets no reaction. He gets turned down from several houses before he collapses in a yard, and finally somebody calls 911 and help arrives. But, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it's, it's just it's a terrible story. Um, and various activists and politicians and media outlets are going big, big, big on white man shoots black kid and uh and and trying to make a thing of it now it's absolutely a story worth reporting don't get me wrong on that but there's uh, such a fever 
to to uh, reinforce certain narratives in the media, and it bothers me. If, for instance, the media decided really the big story is woman-on-man domestic violence, because that happens all the time, all the time, if they wanted to, they could just hammer those stories all the time until people became convinced that women are just freaking crazy uh, female anger toward men is rampant. We need to do something in this country. And indeed, it could whip up all sorts of anti-woman feelings in a way that's really not justified because the numbers don't really justify it. Tends to go both ways in domestic violence. But um, certainly men are physically more powerful, and so the uh, results can be more devastating. But this topic is not that. It's about how the media gets fevered for a certain narrative, and, and it, it gets lodged in your head that, it's legitimately true that cops are hunting young black men, for instance, and shoot black men way disproportionately, blah, blah, blah. The numbers don't bear that out at all. Not at all. The New York Times published a big story about that, for goodness sake. But the reason I bring this up is within days of this happening on either end, a few young women turned down the wrong driveway in rural New York, and the guy who lived there shot him. A 20-year-old woman is dead. White woman. White woman. Shot by a white man. No coverage. No coverage. The New York Times is touching on it because they have to. It's right there in New York. Well, I but watched... it's getting no national uh, attention. It's certainly nothing nearly as much as the Kansas City case. Uh, that's true. I took this in through the ABC Evening News, and I was happy to see they did both stories back-to-back, which I thought mm. was a very fair way to do it. It was yeah, more part of that a, is so they can do the anti-gun thing, I'm guessing. Ah, uh, yeah, right. But, you know, it's pretty damn interesting when you have two stories that close together of knock on the wrong door, turn down the wrong driveway, you end up dead. Holy crap. Please withhold your comments until the presentation is over. Texas high school cheerleaders tried to get in a car, same model as her car, belonged to another dude who is sleeping in his car. He shoots her. Oh, my God. Thank God, again, this young woman will survive. You shot um, some high school cheerleaders because they thought you thought they were getting in their your car? Yeah, it wow. was fairly late at night. They were back from a, a big competition. They'd carpooled and parked at the local grocery stores. People often do. Um, wow, these that, people are quick on the trigger. This is a Hispanic guy shooting a white girl. It's getting no significant well, attention. That story I didn't know at all. And these stories are virtually identical, but because the one has white people being bad to black people and the media is so intent on whipping up racial hatred because it gets clicks, they're they're going wildly disproportionately on the one story. And again, I'm not saying young Mr. Yarl is not deserving of attention. I don't even know if there's a racial component to it all. Uh, you got a panicky ancient man, et cetera, et cetera. A guy might be a Klansman. I don't know. It's possible. But look at the difference. And this Texas cheerleader, as you might expect, is a very attractive young woman. It's utterly tragic. She's utterly innocent, et cetera, et cetera. You got everything you want for coverage or for uh, for uh, compelling details, but not so. Young um, Kaylin Gillis, who's dead in New York, a lovely gal, utterly innocent, gunned down. Just doesn't have that same zest. Hey, yeah, quit are, shooting at people, yeah, for you, God's sake. You can't shoot somebody just because they're at your door or they're in your driveway 
or they're, you know, I guess trying to open your car door, you'd wonder what the hell's going on. But God, didn't you notice they're high school girls before you shots? I mean, you shouldn't shoot. You shouldn't shoot and kill somebody in that situation necessarily if it's a 40 year old man, although I'd be much more worried. Um, God dang it. That's rough. Well, and what in the name of God has happened to who are you and what do you want? Right. What are you doing? This is private property. I need you to leave, etc. You don't go to deadly force as a hello. That's, People that's are rough. stupid. Jeez, Louise. Well, we're anyway. we're worked up, man. We're 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 wound tight right now. The whole country. Yeah. Speaking of which, we ought to uh, dip back into the incredible mob violence that's taking over Chicago. At times, and the reaction of the politicians to it, you're going to think we made this crap up. Yeah. So we still selling the slippers, Michael, at an unbelievable price. This is really quite extraordinary. Joe's been threatening to wear the MyPillow slippers to work. I don't know about just because they're that durable, they're that comfortable. You could wear them on the street and they would last for years. They're that good. That's what I'm telling you. I don't think you ought to wear slippers to work. Anyway, they're usually $149.98. They're now $25. Yeah, over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout because they will sell out. You just use the promo code Getty. What if I wear like pajama pants and an old stained white t shirt to work with my. uh, my slippers. I'll probably shoot you when you try to come in the studio. <laughs> Don't do that. Go to MyPillow.com instead. Click on that radio listener square. Grab a pair of the all-season slippers for 25 bucks. regularly, $149.98. What? Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter the promo code Getty, G-E-T-T-Y. Go to MyPillow.com. Look for the radio listener square. And remember the code Getty. These are seriously great quality slippers. I recommend them highly from MyPillow.com. Do you remember who Kathy Griffin is? Does the world remember who she is? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think most people do, probably because of the headless Trump picture yeah, thing, yeah. right? Among that other things. quite a few years ago. What year was that? Anyway, she says she's got complex PTSD she's been diagnosed with, which is apparently a worst kind of PTSD from that event and how all the hate came down on her when she held the bloody head of Trump and tweeted that out or whatever i don't even remember yeah imagine that a bloody head of a presidential candidate that was controversial yeah anyway show a in lot a of, time of rising political violence imagine that a lot of hate and death threats and that sort of thing came her way and so she's diagnosed with complex ptsd which she still has all these years later where she has terrifying panic attacks that last a few hours or more she had an eight-hour attack yesterday she said Writhing in pain, vomiting, etc. Didn't know that was a thing. She said, you know, "I she's hate." She's had psychological problems for a long time. She said she didn't want to talk about it or complain about it because she thought PTSD was just for veterans and stuff. But she gets attacks from this. Has to go to the ER, get fluids, etc., etc. Well, I hope she recovers and lives a long and happy life. Speaking of comedians, one quick thing here. I uh, I got sucked into the YouTube video shorts again yesterday and they know i like louis ck so they sent me one and he was talking about um how he discriminate against obese people in this country and he holds up his shirt to show he's a fat person but um comedian louis ck and uh 
the reason I bring this up is the comedy bit included. He's talking about a 600-pound woman who uh, needed an MRI or something like that, and they sent her to the zoo because they didn't have one that would at the hospital that could handle anybody that big. And he said, we, this is what we do with obese people. We send them to the zoo. He said, you know how many obese people are in this country? Like 400,000 million billion. Everybody's fat. <laughs> you know how many people are trans in this country? 38. But if one trans person might feel awkward at the bathroom, we change every bathroom in the whole country. If you're fat and you need an MRI, we send you to the zoo. <laughs> wow. Nice. I thought that was really good. Wow. That's so good. <laughs> You know, I was going to say, that's not discrimination. That's problem solving. But <laughs> In terms of the adjusting world d- the world for a certain oh, yeah. segment of society, he makes a good point. Oh, it's, it's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, by the way, who's making these MRI machines for elephants? Do we fix elephants? If an elephant gets cancer, do we give them chemotherapy and they're, they're all skinny and they're wearing a little pink hat? Chimney. Um, <laughs> Let elephants die if they get sick, was his point. But anyway. Wow. What the hell? See, it went from great to terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. How many trans people are there? They're like 38. But if one of them feels awkward in a bathroom, we change every bathroom in the whole country. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. When is America going to wake up to the fact that everybody's so big? I guess the airlines figure, yeah, we're going to squeeze you into this tiny little seat until you stop flying. That's clearly the answer there. I was uh, I parked in a parking lot the other day that seemed to have been designed for some imaginary nation somewhere where everybody drives a smart car. Right. The, the spaces I could barely fit me in the space. Never mind my automobile. So I it's like, ridiculous. So I like Costco, man. They know it's SUV crowd there. You pull it, pull in yeah. my giant truck. Woo! Plenty of room. More on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, Amazon Prime is rolling out a feature that will allow you to boost the dialogue in movies and TV shows so that you can hear it over the background music and effects. Ooh. Yeah. In other news, apparently my dad got a job at Amazon. Finally, way to go, Dad. You, you, your dream came true. Well, while I appreciate that hateful shot at our seasoned citizens from the young man, uh, we've both read articles recently where that's universal. You can't hear the dialogue over all of the uh, ambient sound and the special effects and the music and stuff. Nobody can. It's a combination of things. So many people have sound bars, which then change, you know, how much... Because old-timey TVs, everything was mid-range, which is where the voice is. So it mm-hmm. stuck out over everything else. But if you have the sound bar and you're getting all the highs and lows and everything, you have that problem. Plus, they mix it differently trying to anticipate whether most people are watching with a sound bar or not. And uh, and so it is so hard. And that's why a majority of young people, as we've mentioned, now watch with the subtitles on. That's a very, mm-hmm. very common thing. And, man, if you ever start doing that, it's very handy for understanding the show. But you lose a lot because, obviously, if you're reading, you can't be taking it in the same way. Well, and I try really hard to discipline myself to only glance down if I need it. But that's really hard to do, and often the punchlines of jokes appear as the right. setup is being given. So right. it, it hurts the experience. So I love this idea. They've just got to mix it differently. Much more mid-range and treble, and much less deep, rich sound, because you can't understand speech. That's so frustrating. The Mandalorian is a combination of you can't understand what they're saying, and it's too dark to see what's happening. <laughs> that makes for a great show. Well, that's why you get such critical acclaim. Nobody can see it and hear it well enough to criticize it. God, I don't think anything has ever dropped off in quality as far and as fast as The Mandalorian did from, like, the first season or two. God dang it, what a crap show that is now. Anyway, uh, New York State, I mentioned this earlier, school districts will be required to eliminate all use of indigenous-related mascots and imagery by the end of the 2024-25 school year or risk losing state aid. Which means you have to do it, because obviously you're not going to continue to be a school and lose all state aid. It's what keeps you open. So no more warriors, chiefs, braves, etc. Now, I didn't read the rest of this particular article to see if they mentioned it, but regularly when this comes up, particularly around these names, I mean, there there are plenty of uh, Native American people who don't like the Redskins being a name. But braves and warriors and stuff like that, usually when they poll... Indian reservations or whatever, people are like, no, that's awesome. That's cool. Of course it is. But so you numb nuts, once again, probably white graduate student women thinking on behalf of Native Americans are going to make terms go away forever that are something to be proud of for Native American communities, and they'll just cease to exist. Nobody will know what a chief, a warrior, or a brave is because it's been eliminated from all our vocabulary. Good, good job. Yay. What a win. Things the idea weird, that the, they're getting weird fast. Things are getting weird and getting weird fast, Elon. You're right. 
the the peak of Mount Everest of life in America is I'm a victim and I'm offended. What a weird culture. But we've transitioned to something even worse. They're a victim and they should be offended and I'm going to pass regulations to help them. Hey, I'm not a I'm not offended by this. No, Will no, no. Sh- I'm going to hurt people on your behalf. Thank you, Latinx woman, but you should be offended. Maybe you're not smart enough to be offended, but I'm offended on your behalf as a graduate student, so I'm going to change rules to help you. I don't need your help. Uh, it's too bad you don't understand how much help you need. If you had a degree in ethnic studies like I do, my ethnic friend, you would know how <laughs> offended you should be. Right. So again, I'm going to go end careers on your behalf. How much weirder than that is the victim attitude, is that you're a victim on behalf of other people who don't feel like they're victims. Weird. Things are weird and they're getting weird fast. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.